Hello and welcome back to another TFR podcast. I'm here today with Cam to preview the Austrian Grand Prix. The second race at the Red Bull Ring after a rather dull Styrian Grand Prix last weekend. So Cam, are you hoping that the Austrian Grand Prix this weekend is going to be far better than the Styrian one we saw last week, which was a bit of a surprise with how boring it kind of was really for such a good circuit normally? Uh, well, I mean, you've got to hope for more than a two-rated race. It's, mm. I, don't know, it, I don't think we will get much of an improvement. I, don't, I definitely think it will be better with Mercedes. They always like to come back for bad races. But I can't... Obviously, I really... I want it to be neck and neck, the whole race theme, the whole field, which it won't be. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've always got to hope whether I think it will be good or not, but... That'll be decided in qualifying, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, last uh, last week for the steering Grand Prix, it was just a one-horse race with Max Verstappen dominating from Hamilton and actually Valtteri Bottas on the podium after he picked up uh, a penalty in qualifying after spinning in practice, which meant his race was far more uh, difficult and it was a straight fight between him and Sergio Perez. But hopefully... Hopefully this weekend we get a little bit of rain. Last week, they every damn weather forecast was saying, oh, it's going to rain, it's going to rain the whole weekend, never mind just the race, and there was not a drop of rain until after the chequered flag. So hopefully we have a bit of rain this weekend, and it does spice it up. We had a little bit of rain, actually, in practice today, right at the end. Not much, Cam, but yeah. it's the first signs of maybe something. Are we, you know, kind of really hoping... That we have rain to save the weekend, if you like? Uh, I don't think you need rain to save the weekend. I think you just need a closer just a closer race to save the weekend. Mm. But will the I rain mean, produce that? Sure. Rain, rain would produce... You can't, it's a gamble and a half, because rain can produce mega races, but rain can just have everyone really spread out. Yeah. What, what you're hoping for with rain, you're hoping loads of people spin, because you're not going to get many overtakes. That's the yeah. issue. Yes, they'll be closer. Yes, it'll be harder. You may get a spin here and there, but I don't think there'll be much more overtakes. Yeah, that's the thing. Obviously, like we want it mixed conditions more than just a full wet race because yeah. if it's a full wet race, then you know it's very hard to actually overtake. Um, but in terms of the practice sessions today, we're obviously recording this on Friday, so we have got a bit of information added on top with last week's uh, steering Grand Prix. And it was Max Verstappen who was top in FP1 from the two Ferraris uh, by a bit of a gap, you know, two and a half tenths, maybe surprising uh, considering it's the Ferraris. But FP1 is a bit of a weird session. A lot of people doing long runs and different stints, different fuels on board. And um, you had the two Mercedes quite a way down in fourth and seventh. But in FP2, the two Mercedes came fighting back with Hamilton on top from Bottas with Verstappen actually third and two Aston Martins of Stroll in fourth and Vettel in fifth uh, not too far behind as well and then the two, two Alpha Tauris in sixth and seventh with uh, the noticeable uh, poor performing Ferrari right down in 13th and 16th can we take much from those practice sessions today Cam? Have Mercedes got their act together, or is it still kind of probably going to be more like what we saw last weekend? Uh, they're definitely closer, but I wouldn't read into it too much. It's 
practice free will probably be the most accurate representation of a practice session that you'll get, obviously because that's quality sim. They've, they've done their race rooms, but you can't really analyse that because they're all on different tyres, different fuel. Because, yeah. like, I mean, we saw, I think it was practice one, Stroll was using his DRS in all three sectors in his practice, uh, in his race room. Yeah. So, yeah. it's it's all up in the air. You could have someone like Max be four or five times quicker in a race, a lap. Yeah. Or you could have him be two thousandths or four or five times slower. You never know. I don't think you can read too much into it. I feel like qualifying all the time and one lap pace, but I, honestly, I, re I really feel like as for the race, you, you'll know by lap five. That's that's as early as you'll really see. Yeah, let's hope um, it's you know decent kind of battle, whether it's strategic or not, or whether the rain has an effect. Let's just hope it's much closer than last weekend, because it was a real letdown considering the high hopes that you normally have for Austria. And like we'll touch on it a bit later, uh, some of the more recent kind of classic races they've had, because they've they it normally the Red Bull Ring normally produces some fantastic overtaking for such a basic circuit, but. Who knows? It it could be much better. The mind games have started though uh, already. Uh, Max Verstappen, now the championship leader for a good couple of races now, has said Mercedes have definitely improved as he has pinpointed the need to improve as in Red Bull's uh, pace on the soft tyre ahead of qualifying. So obviously the tyres are a step softer for the Austrian Grand Prix compared to the Styrian GP. Uh, so do you think that could maybe play a factor, Cam? The fact that the tyres are very different. We saw this at the double header at Silverstone last year. The the difference in the tyres when they went softer it actually was more in Red Bull's favour last season, but obviously it's very different now. Do you think it could have much of an effect this weekend? No, not really. No. I just think it will make people not want to touch soft tyres at all. Really? I mean, but they'll have to use them in quality, that's the thing. Will they, though? Because you've seen that some drivers, well, not really. I don't think they will actually. Because if you think about it, if you we look back at the only race we compare switching softer tyres in a race track between two weekends last season, obviously, Silverstone, yeah. like you said, and we saw that the mediums were a quicker qualified tyre. Yeah, very true. Because yeah. obviously they were softs. So mm. if you look at it realistically, the mediums could be a far better qualifying tyre, but I don't think it'll be as simple as a one-stop race. I reckon it'll go to a two-stop. And I, I hope you're right, because I think that makes, um, you know, the race, the race is just better, because there's a little bit more of a strategic element on top of any potential, you know, overtaking stuff. And, um, and yeah, I can remember at that, um, I think it was the 70th anniversary Grand Prix or something like that last mm -hmm. season, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, Max in Q2, I think, uh, progressed on hard tyres or something. Yeah, and, he did, yeah. Started yeah, and it hard. massively benefited him for the race. Uh, because, especially the two Mercedes, their tyres were just burning up. I don't know whether we'll see that at I don't Austria. think we will be able to do that. Yeah, because... because if, if, if you do have, like, a George Russell with nothing to lose going on a soft, mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think you can outpace that on effectively last so it's if you want to pull it into a simple term of people that watched it back in 2016 it's like having ultra soft softs and mediums now 
Yeah, yeah, it is, to be honest. Um, it's kind of crazy. If you want to try and out qualify someone on ultra soft when you're on mediums, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because they, they sim tried to simplify the tyres by, you know, having yeah, it just... Yeah, it's C1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Which I actually think is a little bit more confusing, to be honest. Yeah, I'd the... rather see the pink tyres come out. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be... Um, interesting how that plays out because um, Silverstone is obviously very different to Austria in terms of tyres because you know it's just a much longer circuit much more quick corners stuff like that so um, we'll see Lewis Hamilton has said though uh, he's maintained the belief that Red Bull uh, have something extra in the bag to quote him um, despite Mercedes uh, finishing 1-2 in FP2 uh, so Hamilton is doing his usual thing of playing the, you know, the kind of, I don't know what you I've call it. it. Off of it yeah, it's like um, reverse psychology almost, isn't it? It's like, you know, even doing well, no, well it's, it's been like negative. I don't know. Being really bad this season. Yeah, I, I I find it really puzzling sometimes, but um, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, Toto Wolff has said that they're carefully optimistic. So and then exactly and the kind of thing that we can kind of get around some of this chatter is um, the the race simulation uh, kind of graphic here. Now this is an AWS, so don't worry, um, it's not any old nonsense. But in terms of taking the kind of laps from FP1 and FP2. Mercedes and Red Bull are actually dead level on pace, which is absolutely crazy. It won't be like that, we can imagine, um, uh, for qualifying in the race. But hopefully, I, I think race pace is driver dependent more than car dependent. Yeah, interesting. But you can have you can have a car that's lightning quick. You can mm. have a driver that just can't perform in it, or you can have a driver that has a slow car and can pull some at random out of it. You never know. I don't think this AWS thing is accurate one little bit. Yeah, thankfully this thing I've just looked at there, it wasn't actually AWS, it's just an official oh, F1 uh, thing. So that's why, I, if it was AWS, I would not have read that out. But, um, yeah, I don't, think I'd, I don't think I'd trust any sort of data statistic, because you, you can't go into an F1 team and go, right, give me all your laps. Yeah, Because exactly. they could be doing... Uh, 50 laps worth of fuel and Merck they've been doing like 20 it's Absolutely. not going to be that extreme but you, you know what I mean what about um, your your favourite driver Cam and uh, his team Aston right. Martin uh, they did well in FP2 do you think that they are going to be you know fighting deep into the top 10 this weekend or is it kind of just you know the usual practice stuff that doesn't really replicate the qualifying the race pace I uh, can't see probably see one of them being up there, I can't see both of them being up there <laughs> oh right I see oh no, Aston Martin just look like it, all season they've looked like right we'll, we'll get one driver into the points we'll focus on that and then the other driver if he gets in the points happy days yeah it just yeah, feels no. like that looking at the results all season yeah no very true well that's pretty much it in terms of what we've learned from today um, and yeah it the, yeah. Kind of, the main thing is that 
it seems as though Mercedes have got their stuff together and it looks like they're going to be in an almighty fight with Red Bull but we will see uh, this weekend in terms of the real stuff when we get to qualifying the race whether they have turned it around or not they have said though they've got an upgrade coming at Silverstone which I think is very interesting Cam because Mercedes said they're not doing any more to this car this season and no more upgrades and you know one week later they've just confirmed that they've got an upgrade coming for Silverstone what do you make of that do you think that's just mind games Mercedes saying that they're not bringing upgrades well, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't they wouldn't do it as a plan. They're not mm. smart enough to do that. Um, well, let's just put it like this. If Mercedes do it, Red Bull have made it very clear they'll do whatever they need to do another one. They will yeah. match whatever Mercedes do and beat it. Uh, whatever cost. Whether that's sacrifice in 2022 or not. That's what Marco said that plenty of times. So you say... You... Sorry, go on. I feel like Max would agree with it as well. Yeah, so you're confident that Red Bull, they are going all out on this kind of season yeah, in comparison? Yeah, 100%. They have to. They yeah. want to keep Max, they have to. Yeah, I think that is a very good shout. Well, in terms of uh, last year, uh, we obviously started the season with the Austrian Grand Prix. Um, I thought it was actually quite a nice season opener, where obviously we don't want to start the F1 seasons in like June or July, uh, whenever it was. Um, but I thought it was quite good actually starting the season at a, a track like Austria and it was Valtteri Bottas that won that race Mercedes were obviously far uh, far and away clearer of the rest of the field uh, than they are now well they're not really the, they are not the quickest car anymore which sounds crazy to say but um, they had it was a pretty dramatic race wasn't it Cam um, you know with uh, Mercedes kind of won two for most of the race, but they hit trouble, didn't they? Something like to do with the curbs or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, gearbox. Yeah, and then, you know, after Verstappen DNFing early on, you know, they kind of had no threat behind until there was a safety guard towards the end and a certain Alex Albon, the who. Yeah, I he think... wasn't winning the race anyway. Yeah. I don't feel like he would have got past Bottas. And he was on the soft set. They weren't making it with the remaining laps. They were going to burn out rapidly. Yeah, so, um, you know, it but was... obviously, Lewis, Lewis took him out and got penalised right before it, so... Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, we had to safety go restart. Alex Albon tried it around the outside, and, uh, and yes, it ended all in tears, and he DNF'd anyway. Uh, and it was an awful start season for Red Bull. Um, and Hamilton picked up a penalty for that collision. And it meant... Um, Charles Leclerc finished P2 and I always remember he made a fantastic move I think it was on Perez um, up into turn 3 and uh, Norris did the same I think as well um, Norris was a lot more a lot more aggressive wasn't it yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah because of this penalty for Hamilton Norris then put in a stunning final lap and got the fastest lap and the final podium spot and it was his first podium in F1 and it was a pretty amazing start to the season and I think we're kind of hoping that there's going to be a race like that uh, this weekend uh, because it was pretty damn memorable well um, without the match retirement would be nice yeah I, I think 
That's the thing, in terms of, um, you know, we don't want to see like people drop The ideal out. race for any Formula 1 fan is everyone finishes, but everyone finishes close. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know that's well, not that's what happen, everyone wants, yeah. Yeah, that's what everyone's ideal race would do. I think what everyone would be quite happy with at the minute is if both Red Bulls, both Mercedes, all hit trouble. And, you know, and then it's like a complete wide open race for the win. You remember a little bit like Monza last year when like all the kind yeah. of front runners hit trouble um, and then it was obviously Gasly and Sainz fighting it for the win. That's my dream <laughs> if you were to ask what I think Thing every is, F1 though, fan What you don't want to happen is for someone like, I don't know, Alonso to win it that hasn't been there all, re all season and won't be there for the rest of the season. You'd want mm. someone like uh, Leclerc and Norris or Gasly that's been there all season and been sat behind the top four and just sort of, they've been the best of the rest. And he, I feel like anyone that does deserve a victory mm. is Norris. And if Norris got yes. a victory, then that would be the most sort of enjoyful. Well, I don't think people would enjoy it as much as like a Gasly winning it or a... I don't know, well, I think... I did Russell winning it, but... I feel like Norris deserves it the most out of anyone to uh, win it that's not in a top four team. I think, if, I think if Lando won, that would be probably the most... Po one of the most popular wins in F1. I think that would be more popular than Gasly's win, even. Nah. Um, for me, in my personal opinion, because I think, obviously, you've got the thing with Gasly in terms of the story element, but in the moment... Um, in terms of, you know, whether it's... Man you know, on form, yeah, but stuff. I feel like... Uh, it's a bit weird, but I feel like people would prefer Daniel Ricciardo to win than Norris. Oh, nah, I don't think so. I, 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 I think would disagree. If, if, if Ricciardo won, that would switch it all off. In terms of... Ricciardo would be motivated more than anyone on the grid, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, all of this... <laughs> We're talking That's about right. this, and we need a lot to happen. But um, yeah. but surely we'll have a much better uh, Austrian Grand Prix, though. Um, and I mean, anyone on the podium would be great, or for the Max Lewis and Perez. Yeah, just like a nice bit of variety, you know, um, and just to spice it up. But speaking of all this stuff, we might as well now get onto the predictions. Uh, now we're talking in that kind of, in that sense, and uh, we'll start off with the race rating now. Um, this we both got wrong last week because it was rated a 2 out of 10 uh, a yeah. quick reminder for those who don't know about this it's 2 out of 10, 6 out of 10, 8 out of 10 and 10 out of 10 and that's the kind of ratings for the race that you guys who are listening vote on Twitter now Cam what is it going to be for the Austrian Grand Prix now don't say a 10 out of 10, please, like I did, because then we'll jinx it, but... <laughs> What's I mean, I, I think it'll just be mediocre, a 6 out of 10 again. I said this last six week. And I feel like a 2 was harsh last week. Probably should have been a 6, but... Mm. I, I just... I'm going to be honest, I don't think it'll ever be an 8. It'll either be a 10, 6, or a 2. I don't think 8 will ever get picked. Interesting. It, well... You can't have a good race without it being a great race in people's eyes because a good race is someone different being on the podium well, that's a mediocre like... race is a, a, a Perez being on the podium exactly. or a Bottas <laughs> yeah. finishing second yeah, which is yeah. against what I'm going to predict but we move exactly but the the thing is it's like you know France the listeners voted a 10 out of 10 race for that 
I wouldn't. Both of us said it wasn't. Um, I'm going to go for 8 out of 10, though. I am, you know, hoping that, you know, it can't be as bad as last week. Um, So that's my kind of thing with that. And I feel people will vote it higher for it being better. Um, But it won't be, you know, anything crazy. But it'll just be a, you know, a a good solid race. I know that kind of goes against what you just said there, Cam. But but that's my, um, you know, if I'm going to predict, that's that's what I think it'll be. Uh, Next up, who will finish higher? Aston Martin or Alpine? Now, this is the second week we've, we've had this. And um, Aston Martin only just scraped ahead um, of the Alpine last week because Stroll finished ahead of Alonso. So I'll go first on this one uh, this time around. And I'm going to go for Alpine again um, because I feel that if it is going to be similar to last week, which is what I'm kind of basing off, I think Alonso could get someone like Stroll. I'd be surprised if Stroll's that high up the order again. And I'm expecting people like Ocon to be much better. Surely he's not going to be that far out of the points again for the third race in a row. So I'm confident Alpine are going to bounce back and have an, a decent enough weekend to uh, to beat the Aston Martin. What do you think, Cam? I think it will be Aston Martin again, purely because I feel like Seb will up his game this week and he won't be as just mediocre as he yeah. was last week. <laughs> I you can look at, feel you the look pain at, of you yeah, saying that. <laughs> yeah. You look at the practice sessions, and I said don't read too much into it, but he looks a lot closer this weekend. Yeah. I think that's so, fair enough. Shout forward to yeah, I think it's going to be very tight, and I think that's, um, you know, it's you could say either or, to be honest, especially when you see Aston Martin 4th and 5th in FP2. They look uh, much higher up the order than Alpine. Next up, who will score more points, uh, McLaren or Ferrari? Now, McLaren finished higher up on the order last week with Norris 5th. But the two Ferraris finished right behind them, so they scored more points. So this one is another tough little prediction. But what what do you think? Who do you think will score more points uh, between McLaren and Ferrari, Cam, for the Austrian Grand Prix? Look, Ricardo's really letting McLaren down at the moment, and I can't see yeah. him stepping up much from last week. So I've got to go with Ferrari again. Really interesting. Yeah. Do you, do, why mean, do you think, think it is really interesting because Ricardo has not been there at all? But why do you think Ricardo won't improve from last week? As in, like, do you think he'll still be in that? Kind Might of improve. Point? Yeah. You look at Leclerc. If Leclerc hadn't just slapped into Gasly, he would have been off further up. Would have got. Yeah. He would have probably finished ahead of Norris. And you yeah, look at signed if he didn't get held up by Lewis, he would have been ahead of Norris. Could have been ahead of Norris. Mm. And I don't see. Yes, Ricardo went to ninth, but even when he was ninth, he wasn't making any inroads on Alonso, Sainz, Stroll. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't see it happening. It's kind of crazy to be honest. How well? I think Norris would... will have a really strong weekend, but yeah. Yeah. I think Ferrari will just ace it. It's kind of crazy to be honest how well Leclerc does at Austria when you think about it. Like you know, he very nearly won in 2019 when he had that you know kind of wheel banging moment with Verstappen at the end and then he finished second in the 2020 Austrian Grand Prix I can't quite remember oh yeah he cra- in fairness he crashed on lap one for the steering Grand Prix and then 
you know, he recovered. Taking a sip. Yeah, yeah, we won't, we won't go down that road. Holding in but, the anger. Um, <laughs> um, but then, you know, had a very good race, bar the crash on lap one, um, last week in for the steering GP, the 2021 steering GP, and, mm -hmm. um, you know, showed some good pace. So, yeah, Leclerc does seem to do well, and, you know, having said all that, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to go for Ferrari, uh, just like you, Camp. I know that's like the second week in a row we've no, both we both won the same thing. But I think I, you can't get away from it. You know, no. you take away that crash on lap one last week, and Leclerc does even better. Um, yeah. And he does seem to do very well at this circuit. When we get to Silverstone, this could be very much more back in the favour of McLaren. Uh, but we will see. It's Ricardo that's letting down that McLaren team at the moment, that is for sure. Yeah. Last two questions then uh, for the predictions, and um, this one is a, n a new one, and I felt that I had to put this in after uh, last week. I got rid of the gap in qualifying because you know it's always going to be fairly close around this kind of short layout. Of We're the not asking who's getting pole. Mm, no, we've we've not got that as well. Um, wow. Okay. Will it rain? And this is literally like. Will it rain in the race? As in, like, a drop of rain will count. Like, even just a scattering of rain. Really? Yeah. Will no. it rain? No. No. Not a chance. No. Now, if you come back on Sunday, after Sunday, and you, you show me a picture of a raindrop touching <laughs> the ground, I will be so angry. Not <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say yes. It's kind of like wishful thinking, but I hope you know. Having seen, I just saw the rain earlier in practice, and I was like, you know what? It could actually rain. You know, it could maybe rain this weekend. Finally, I was like, yeah, I'll stick that question in. And um, you know, we we were talking off air about mixing the questions up, and and there you have it. There is a very different question uh, for you. Very and, track dependent question. Exactly. And um, the last question uh, is the podium prediction. Yep. Uh, so this is where the most points can be picked up. Uh, so it is the critical one. So Cam, you're first up. Who will win the Austrian Grand Prix? Hamilton. Interesting. Wow. And I'm, I'm relatively confident about that. Because Lewis, he looks like a whole different just mindset in the practice too. He just looks so focused and so just on point. Uh, whether that's fuel or different, just I don't know. He just, he just looks on it. Mm. Interesting. Well, I am going to say uh, Verstappen. Um, okay. Again, because I feel that that Red Bull is lightning quick at the moment. I think they're just on a, a, me a mega run, which they're going to continue. The only way that they won't is reliability. And, you know, I'll be clipping that up if Verstappen <laughs> pulls off and retires yeah. due to, like, uh, I don't know, some kind of problem at the weekend. Uh, but that's the only way I see him getting stopped at the minute. And um, in terms of second place, I, I'll go first in this one. I think Bottas will be second. And the reason why I say this is because at the moment, he shouldn't 
get a grid penalty of any sort. And when you look at his qualifying last week, he was ahead of Hamilton in quality. Um, it, he obviously just had the penalty, which then demoted him down the order. So I feel that like there is pace there for Bottas, and Bottas does right, do... True. Um, but, you know, Bottas has won at Austria multiple times. So I feel, you know, this is one of his circuits. And, yeah, he could just turn it around and and uh, beat his teammate this uh, weekend. But who are you going for second, uh, Cam? Bottas. Ooh, Mercedes won too. Yeah. Bouncing back after the mm. four I races Bottas or whatever will... it is. Bottas will just be defending like crazy from Max. I reckon... The rear gunner. <laughs> Lewis, Lewis is probably just going to dominate the weekend. I reckon Max will probably get second, but there'll be something in the pits where Bottas jumps him, I reckon. And I don't think Perez is going to be high enough this weekend to be able to help Max. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't think Perez actually does that well at Austria when you look at his And on that, on that point, it's, it's Max P3. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um... Now that very easy could happen um, if there is a very tight race. I want it to happen, but it could happen. Yes, I don't think you're, you're going for the points here. Um, no, I'm going, uh, going for the points. Going for head point. over heart. Um, and yeah, I'm actually. I'm going to go. If for... I go for heart, I'd say Vettel oh. win. I mean, Ricardo second, Norris third. But you know, mm. not doing that. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to go for Leclerc third. Um, right, I mean, I've had enough. Right. <laughs> well, I have to say it's going to be an 8 out of 10 race. So, I Again, expect something to happen. Week. Yeah, but there, you know, it's not as crazy as last week. We thought it was going to be a wet race. Uh, and oh, my okay. predictions were way off. But I well, think... Mine were accurate. Yeah, you, yeah, you were fine. But not me, that's for sure. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think that... There's going to be something that's going to happen this weekend. No chance. And... I find this very sad to say because I can't actually watch the race live this weekend. You put Verstappen second. Uh, oh no, no, you put Verstappen win. Now nah, there's no way Lewis doesn't get a podium. No yeah, way. Yeah, but Lewis I don't think that'll be down to his fault. I think something will happen. Oh, you uh, see his reliability. It's like he changes his engine every yeah, week. He's not going to retire. But you just don't. You just never know. Something could happen. Oh. We're in that kind of point, that range of the season where. Crazy oh, stuff starts well, to happen. Well, Rosberg comes back, just takes him out of turn three. Well, well, no. <laughs> when you look back at the years, you know these kind of races, um, it's around this marker when you start to get, you know, like you know, you look at that Rosberg and Hamilton incident in 2016. That was a pivotal moment. You know, I would and... love for that to happen between Bottas and Hamilton. Oh, it'll never happen. They'll never no, happen. no, no. I would I mean, love for that. I say it's more likely to happen this season, um, and that's very low chance anyway. But it's more likely because I think there's very much Bottas doesn't really, you know, is not he's playing the team bottom. game as much this season. I've definitely noticed that. Like he's not, you know, there's been some times when Hamilton's got behind him, and before he just completely let him past instantly, and he's not quite done that as much. Um, but yeah, I think something's going to happen this weekend. I don't know what. I've got a funny feeling something crazy could happen uh, in terms of the championship fight. And it feels like now, you know, the the baton is being passed. And, um, you know, 
this is going to be the moment where the championship starts to You're going bold. Yes, I'm going bold. Um, I don't get any extra points for that kind of little bit at the end there, but <laughs> we shall Definitely see. If it happens, I'm telling you now, I am clipping it up just like what I said earlier. If it doesn't and, happen, uh, I will clip it up saying you are crazy. Yes, um, I'm on some mad thing. I do feel that there will be a point in this season where Verstappen and Hamilton will clash. No. I think they will at some point. They're too the close. I don't know. I feel like Verstappen... You know, he's not. If he needs to be in a, we've not seen Verstappen really in a massive fight with Hamilton yet, and you know, as in like lap after lap after lap throughout a race, and it's a real tussle. You know, when you think of like Imola, I mean, it's all lap Bahrain. one they touch wheels and all that stuff, and yeah, Bahrain, yeah. But look at all that. You know, there's an almighty thing of you know, oh, I had to go off the track and all that kind of stuff. There was yeah. a drama element there. So I feel I would love it. I'd love it if we had Verstappen and Hamilton have a proper fight. You know, like we've had them pass each other, but they're not fighting each other. You know, there'll be one person on much better tyres and all that kind of stuff. Equal tyres and the cars pretty damn close. Gloves are off. I think we'll have a proper fight. Um, and yeah, maybe that's wishful thinking, but we will see. And on that note, we will wrap it up at that. And uh, yeah, let's all hope we have a nice. Uh, Austrian Grand Prix compared to the Sudirian Grand Prix. I think the amount that I've said that, it surely will be uh, this weekend. But we'll be back uh, at the beginning of next week for the Austrian GP review show. And uh, and yeah, we'll see who has predicted uh, the most stuff correctly. Um, but it could be much closer this week than uh, than last week, especially when I said Ocon was going to be on the podium. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see you for that, and uh, make sure you give us a like on any whatever platform you're listening to, and uh, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs>